and welcome back to another awesome episode of Halftime. It's Showtime. Oh we should my really God. do like a professional something for that. We should, like with music. like Because um, it's always awkward when we fill in the... Yeah, that's the name of the show. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, are they going to actually say it with me? <laughs> or are they going to leave me out in the cold? So yeah, halftime is showtime. Show you see, and then that time, I don't even think he was supposed to come in. Yeah, oh, I, I thought it? you were just talking. Yeah, I was just talking that time. Well, when you, when you kinda... slow down the halftime, then I'd be like, oh, that's why he didn't come in. So uh, you have to fix your cadence when you say it. Ah, cadence. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Percussionist. Symbolist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So we're back. A shirt. We got, I know, right? Pound, symbolist, symbolist. I'm the hashtag symbolist. I'm so old. I twirl. <laughs> that is a shirt. <laughs> I've seen an I twirl shirt. Yeah, but that should go on the back of the symbolist shirt. Oh. Yeah, I'm a symbolist, and then I twirl. Oh my gosh! So we're here with uh, the crew is all here: Samantha, Jared, and everybody. It seems like we just recorded like last week, but it was actually two weeks ago. We had our last session. Jeez Louise! So what's going on with you, Sam? Sam, I am green uh, eggs and ham, lamb. Mint. I think he's on something. Of lamb. The three-day weekend will get to you. Um, <laughs> I actually have been working really diligently for my $8 challenge. Yeah, tell us a little bit about the $8 challenge. I think you were going to do that, and I just interrupted you. But <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and tell everybody he has on the his philanthropist. Yeah, tell the, the philamp- philanthropy of Samantha. Give us a glimpse into that life. Glimpse into that life. Okay, so really briefly, um, I actually started doing, the $8 challenge is only three years old, but as far as doing service, um, I've been doing service for the past eight years, and I've actually been working with a local group, um, Red Dog Order, and that's where it stemmed from. I was trying to find a collective project that they could do that would you know allow them to give back when they're home on their breaks because everybody goes to different schools so you know it's kind of hard marching and everything school class whatever so over the break we would do projects and every year each project got bigger and bigger and bigger so um the eight dollar challenge actually came from when i was off work for three months and i just get bored really easily so i needed something to do or for three months and Everybody was doing that. What was that thing called? The ice bucket challenge yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Our, DLS or DST or something like that, right? Nintendo. So <laughs> I refused to pour a bucket of ice on. Like, you know, I get it. I understand. But that just wasn't my cause. I didn't feel it. But I do have a love and passion for homeless teens. So we did a dollar challenge where I challenged people on social social media to go to the dollar store and purchase $8 worth of toiletry items. And then we would bag those items. And half of them we would take to the Covenant House, which benefits teen homelessness in Atlanta. And the other half we would actually give out either for the Martin Luther King holiday, which will be tomorrow, or for Black History Month. We're going to do it for Black History Month because people are still really giving right now. So it's kind of crazy. I'm picking up stuff left and right. So it's a really, really fun thing. And I love the fact that it gets all these schools involved. And it actually shows how they can actually come together for positive things and what you know philanthropic things so that's the eight dollar challenge so we're still accepting things if anybody just google um eight dollar challenge or uh, media social media search eight dollar challenge 
And didn't you get recognized by like our local uh, radio show or something like that? Didn't they do some type of spot on you? I remember something like that last yes. year. Uh, didn't you get honored by like the president of <laughs> like Guatemala or something like that? <laughs> You're foolish. I received the um, Community Hero Award for um, this project. Oh. Um, I was their first Community Hero Award recipient. It was a really awesome opportunity um, with Ryan Cameron. Actually, yeah. we won't mention the woman on the show with him. But be nice. We like Wanda. Do we? Okay. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate the award. I, I'm very honored to receive it. But everybody knows how I feel about yeah. female disc jockeys who kind of over the top. Oh, over the top, or they kind of feed into the hey, the host has to be the only star. So let me dumb myself down, or oh. if I'm already dumb, let me just be even dumber. So I don't, I don't, I don't. But you're, but, those. but but your project is amazing for the yeah, community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally left. We totally left. Yeah. Remember, all emails can be sent directly to Samantha. And that's just my personal and, opinion. Yeah, about, personal opinion. You know, you know, but, you know and I just to let you know that I am a human person. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. do human things and I say human things. Yeah, it has human emotions. So that's just how I feel about that. But I do love homeless people. If nothing else, so please give to the eight dollar challenge if you're willing. Yeah, and, and I can even put um, the your PayPal link in the show notes in case someone wants to just send you the eight dollars. That's awesome. Um, but for people that are listening in Atlanta, will you have a meetup to for people to come in, or is there a way that they can follow you? on our Facebook or somewhere where you can show, you know, this is what we're going to do if you want to come out and pass out or pack up or... So we, um, I'm constantly updating um, my Twitter feed. Um, You can find information at Sam Jolina Jolie. That's S-A-M-J-O-L-I-N-A J-O-L-I-E or if you are on Instagram, you can also search at Sam Jolina Jolie as well, and I update my Instagram. The web page is really long. I should probably just invest in a server thingy. I'll, I'll but, put it in the thing. Yeah, because so it's really long. It. So, um, but we do have a direct website which we update. Um, I dev- I post receipts and everything, so everybody knows where their money is going, um, and uh, all the products that we purchase and where they go and who receives them. So. Yes, please, Jared. Thanks. You're welcome. Well, all right. It's been an awesome, awesome show of halftime and showtime. <laughs> uh, we'll catch you right back here same time to, uh, next time. No, I'm just kidding. We're only getting into the beginning of it. Um, Jared, what's going on with you, man? I mean, not like that. I, I don't have <laughs> uh, you see how I put you behind her yeah, and not me? Thanks. Good luck. Yeah, I don't have nothing going like that. Nothing. No, just, you know, be me. Who's being you and tell? You know. Hoping for a Valentine's Day this year. Oh my gosh, here um, we go. My birthday is coming up. You know, nothing really new with me. Okay. So, what are you what doing a, for your birthday? How old are you turning? I'll be turning an age. And, um, <laughs> you know, usually in an my age. email, Coastal will send me a free ice cream. I oh, that's nice. That. Oh, Ross is you put yeah, me on. Ra, yeah, you Ra put me on to does um, have off, and Biddy Holly gives you $30. So I'll be waiting wow. for those coupons in my email. And that's why I'm out for my birthday. What about you, my dad? What's going on with you? Well, you know, not much is going on. I'm just enjoying this three day uh, holiday. You know, we don't have school. I love the kids, mind you, but uh, a day away from them is is awesome and I'll take it every single time uh you know so that's pretty much it you know um yeah that's 
Nothing like what Samantha's got going on. But, um, <laughs> Seriously, I'm trying to drag this out so I sound you as know what's interesting. Weird? What's weird? That people don't really acknowledge Martin Luther King's actual birthday, which has passed. It was right? the 15th, but it was the AKA founder. <laughs> right, and I was thinking about that. I'm like, people throwing up pinkies, but no one said anything about dog Martin. It's like, it is Martin's birthday. Like they think that that third Monday or whatever it is we get off is his birthday, and it's like, no, that's just the holiday that is that recognized. We, yeah. <laughs> But his actual birthday is January 15th. Yeah, well, unfortunately, that just happened to find uh, its way on the same day as the AKAs. Mm -hmm. And AKAs will always trump Dr. King. (laughs) Lord! Because because they've done far more for our community. They were founded first? Yeah, they were founded first. Before he was thought of? They've done way more for our community than Martin Luther King ever could even dream of. Okay? So we will always recognize the AKAs because that is what we do. All right, that's what oh. you see. You see how fast we got that show taken off. Oh, <laughs> we've, we've never been that unified. Well, in that the, was the Delta. We've sorry. we've never been that unified in the history of 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 pigment. Okay, so we will always. And it was so crazy because the one probably normal person I think was an S Euro. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we can just, oh, we can just talk about pop culture all day. Oh, you got something else there, and we're gonna move on for bed for halftime and showtime. I actually okay. received a question. Okay, this should be interesting for Samantha. Oh gosh. So well, we know that it won't be about her boobs because it's a podcast now. Yeah. We got a podcast. Right. People so are looking at a video. About her boobs. So this was, someone um, came up to me and um, they mentioned, I know last week you mentioned you had a child while you was in the band. Mm-hmm. And I think that they follow you. They was like how excited you were when, mm-hmm. you know, your son was going to, you know, taking band and you were band parents. Yes. So their question was how would you feel if your son went to like a southern as a freshman with all the hazing and stuff going on like would you be would you encourage it would you be scared would you be that parent like not my child like how would you do that um why'd you have to use southern though well, I said like a Southern. Oh, okay, they don't haze at Southern. They don't haze at any. <laughs> okay, at Bethune Cookman. To my, to my knowledge, to... they don't yeah, haze they, at any of them. If you look at the brochures, they don't say anything about hazing. <clears throat> so I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But um, hmm, wow, ooh, mm-hmm. uh, eek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think if my son received a band scholarship, which I'm for. Mm-hmm. And it was at a program where there may be a process for him to let's say cross the band or his section or any organizations within the band. Um I would hope that my son makes the most appropriate and adult decision for him. Now the fortunate thing about um me, I'm an open book when it comes to parenting as far as my son can ask me any and everything and I'm going to be honest with him. Um, and I will tell him, if you have the decision to make and if you were going to do what your mother uh, opted not to do or to do, um, don't base it off me. Mm-hmm. Base it off your personal preference and your personal choice because everyone um, has individual ideas about what they think is right and wrong. Um now, for me, a lot of times, and you, you learn in hindsight 
after experience mm-hmm. and after growth and after just stuff, um, a lot of stuff isn't worth doing. Um, key thing, people say that you don't appreciate anything until you actually go through something to earn it. <clears throat> I don't necessarily agree with that completely. You might place a different value on something, but it doesn't mean you won't appreciate it more or less. You don't know what my values are, so you can't tell me that. Um, if I pay for something and it costs a lot, I'm going to cherish it and I'm going to take mm-hmm. care of it. Uh, the same way if I chose to work or go through something to receive something, I'm going to, you know, yeah. So to him, I would say you don't necessarily have to do something for acceptance. Um, the wonderful thing about my son is he's very individual, very I hate to say it, Kanye-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, he has this thing where, you know, he thinks everybody wants to be like him anyway. So, it's a lot of things he probably, not to say he would be a Devin Miles, but he'll laugh if somebody approached him and said, oh, you want me to do this, do what, and why? And why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that would be his response. <laughs> like, that would be his literal response. And I and it's, I don't think it's a, uh, people like to say, oh, the generations are softer. No, they're smarter, actually. I think they're a lot smarter. Mm-hmm. Um, we were taught, you know, uh, as millennials, you know, we're more about making decisions, experiencing things, coming to our own. But these kids that are way younger than us, no, they 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 use more common sense. It's not about being accepted. They accept their differences and logic. Yeah, and they embrace their differences. And it's like just because I don't want to do that doesn't make me any less cooler than you. You know what I'm saying? So. I think as time progresses, as society changes, and as, you know, the rest of the world moves on, you know, unfortunately, the band culture and most bands, not most, some band people are still archaic and live oh, in the God. 1940s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Speak. yeah, so, um, so as a, so as someone that has, this is just my personal follow up. So as someone that's been in the band community for a while, um, are you at all, is there any type of fear at all with putting your son in a program where there have been lots of allegations of abuse and hazy and stuff like that? Or or do you trust your son completely? Yeah, I don't have a fear because I know my son. Mm-hmm. And um, that's all with upbringing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as long as i continue to tell him that you don't have to do this because you know Mm -hmm. why you're an awesome mf'er you know he's gonna continue to feel that way and it's if you look at the majority of the people who push and promote these activities in these programs they're the worst uh they their self-esteem is shot to is right so it's like they're trying to find a reason to be significant because nobody ever told them they were special or hugged them so So, so (laughs) but um so no i i don't fear anything with that Uh, actually i'm excited to find out whatever school he decides to go to so Mm -hmm. i can become that band parent and i could be you know i'm i'm embracing it um and also there's still that west side in me that I don't mind taking a plane because I'm at the point where I don't drive. I mm. can fly where I need to go and get there. Mm. And it's nothing to it. 
if you try it <laughs> and you can interpret it how you want to i know this is a recording i don't want anybody to say, you know you know, <laughs> yeah. but it's it's it's, it's it's nothing so i'm not worried or afraid for my son i actually welcome the opportunity for him to go to any program um just like i tell these kids who i meet who are freshmen now i'm like no you didn't have to do that right because right. you didn't right you can't put it on your resume yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so if he did do something like his sex shit or anything, would you feel some way? Would you be like, why would you do that? Would you be like, well, that's you. Right? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel any type of way at all. Uh, again, it's an individual choice. Right. But I'm also instilling in him that you don't have to feel. You don't have to. Pride is not something that is hazing to you. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. You can have pride for something that you do and love because you simply love it. Mm-hmm. Not because someone said, this is how you show you have pride. No, that's ignorant to me. Right. So I, if that's how he wants, to, if he wants to do it and be down with the homies, that's fine. And if he chooses not to, that's fine as well. He's still going to be cool as kid. I know. So, all right. You know. And I think it all goes down to, and this is actually a really good conversation. So thanks to that caller who, um, who uh, posed that question for Samantha because there, I've heard people say that they're scared to send their kids to HBCUs to be a part of the band program because of all of the negative uh, talk about, you know, um, hazing and all these activities. First of all, let's throw this out there that you have to go through a process anywhere you go. Mm-hmm. And any of those processes can easily be considered hazing. hazing. In an office room. Job. Telling, yeah, in a, in, a, in a corporate office telling the new person that he has to go get the coffee for everybody else. That can be considered hazing. FYI. Um, in the police thing, um, when recruits, uh, yeah, the recruits, they tell the recruits that they have to wash the other guy's shoes and get their bags. That can be considered hazing. All right. So to say that the HBCU world is just this the awful, uh, black eyed, you know, I got to keep my kid away from it because of all this negative press. It's foolishness. It's mm-hmm. it's. It's propaganda, all right? (laughs) It all goes back to what Samantha was saying with how you raise your kids. It's the same thing with the whole bullying epidemic. Um, Bullying happens in nature, you know what I'm saying? The strongest survive. It's your job as a parent to make sure that your offspring is mentally and physically strong so they're not the people getting bullied. You know what I'm saying? I'm all a five foot four, but my mom and my dad instilled in me um, a type of confidence, you know, to where I feel like I don't need to do certain things to fit in and where I also feel like nobody's going to try me because I don't care how tall I am. I'm going to lay you down if necessary. You have to instill that in your offspring. This Everybody is a winner thing is, is making pansies, you know, and I'm about to go off into it. Into a, <laughs> everybody gets a trophy. Right. Everybody gets You get a trophy. And it all feeds into the problem that we have now. And so Everybody that, wins, honey. Yeah. Everybody wins. And even the losers, we have to tell them, you know what? You guys did an awesome. No, you sucked. You need to go back to the drawing board. You need to come back and win. That's what we need to be telling these kids. But no, back to the subject at hand, because I, I went off into a tangent. Do you hear me? But back to the subject at hand, it all goes back to how you prepare your student to to enter college. Because as we saw with Ohio State, mm-hmm. they were rocking out with their cocks out. <laughs> Not, no. <laughs> no. We're giving on that day. Yeah, I'm talking about they were rocking completely out. So it's not just HBCUs. You just have to tell your kids and uh, send your kids off from school. I mean, off from home with the proper tools uh, mentally to to get through these types of situations. I I did my section. 
And um, I can say I did my section more so, and and I'm not saying anybody else who did their section is wrong or right. Um, but I did my section because I just wanted to see how mentally strong I was to get through a process like that. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't necessarily to fit in. I wanted to see if I could get through... Uh, that type of process. If I was mentally strong enough to get through, um, and when he said he did, did his section, he meant he did a lot of studying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You hear? I, I place emphasis on mentally, you know, because there was nothing physical that went on with it. Because you know, we don't do that type of stuff at the Great Bethune Cookman University, mm. uh, founded by Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune. You know, okay. so um, I, I did that, you know, just to see uh, how mentally Who strong I was. Who is the Cookman person? We never. He's a Caucasian male who founded a school for all boys, I believe, in Jacksonville. Um, so he merged, they merged schools, which okay. became Bethune-Cookman. All yeah. right. He had yeah. an all-boys school. The illustrious Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune had an all-girls school. So they merged the schools together, and it made Bethune-Cookman. See, the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, go ahead. Go, they don't do so, that there. So, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's, that's my take on the whole, you know, I'm scared to send my kids to an HBCU thing. I mean, you can't show to these kids oh. forever. You can't shelter them forever. And there is nothing more detrimental at an HBCU that you won't see at any other university. It's all peer pressure across the board. All right? So that's my take on it. I know the caller didn't ask me anything. You're but... scared. Go to church or send them to Everest. <laughs> well, you know, there are a lot of um, church groups at HBCUs that have processes as well. Yeah. So, the choir? I, yeah, the choir. Yeah, the the, the the I was about to say the Golden Corral, but no, the concert corral, <laughs> the concert corral. Get the cars full of big people who right. like to eat. What Ooh, are you talking they about? Like to eat, Child. you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it the concert corral. They yeah, they were a, a group that had processes as well, and I do believe. There's I feel like a, Piccadillys are only open for choirs. <laughs> And church groups. <laughs> because who else goes there? No, Yeah, no one uses Piccadilly mostly, mm-hmm. but older, older church people. people. Mm-hmm. So you'll stop at Sears. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the question that I received. We do look at all your questions. If you have one, make sure you comment. Thanks for uh, your question, personally. Yeah. Uh, I, next time, I'm going to like write down the username so we can thank you personally. And then like... I can follow you and stuff. <laughs> yeah, because we like followers and to follow people, you know? So yeah, if you have a question, you can comment um, in the SoundCloud, in the comments, um, you can tweet us or you can, you know, come wherever you see, um, the link up. Yeah, and we welcome all of your questions, but just be warned, you know, that if you go left with their questions, we won't hesitate to go all the way right, okay? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> <you> <laughs> but anyway, I think this is a great time to break out and get a, a message from one of our, uh, band, I said a message, or hear a wonderful song, you know, or something like that. From uh, one of our band commercials, and then we'll be right back with it.
And we're back. Oh my gosh, that was such an awesome song. I'm just glad to hear uh, that band play that song. It was awesome. I love that song, actually. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, great of, job too. Yeah, one of my favorites. Great, <laughs> great, great job. All right, so <laughs> our first topic of the day: um, ESPN, the national championship. Uh, they broadcasted. Well, first of all, not to be confused with the Celebration Bowl. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> yeah we're not talking about the Aunt Jemima's uh, Celebration Bowl. <laughs> we're talking about the national championship. You know, they give that one such an awesome, awesome mm-hmm. name. Uh, between Alabama and Crimson, supposedly the halftime show was Clemson. Yeah, you said Crimson. Did no, I say you Crimson? Crimson? Oh, I'm still I'm still <laughs> on my Greek cra- crazy. Well, Alabama thing, you know? is, Cl- is Crimson. They are Crimson. Tied, so yeah, so I said I the Alabama see. Crimson, mm-hmm. and I was gonna say Tide. I see what you mean. And did. then um, I was gonna go into Clemson. I don't know what's going on with my speech today. Am I having a stroke or something? Oh, or nothing no. against those people out there who are listening who have strokes and right. stuff like Why that. On the floor. But anyway, they broadcasted the whole halftime show of Alabama and Clemson for the national football game. All right. Why do you think ESPN decided to broadcast those two when uh, any other halftime shows rarely get any type of attention at all? That is the Alabama Million Dollar Band. And Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I don't know the name of Clemson's band, but Clemson Band. (laughs) The March Band. Um, Well, I have a question. Yeah. How many... HBCU games are on ESPN. Well, not on ESPN. ESPN three may get some, but yeah. but this was on ESPN, ESPN correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, to be fair, the Kwanzaa Bowl was on ABC. <laughs> so, and I know they've been. They've so that was been, a free channel, so everybody yeah, could watch. Everybody it. could watch that. That was one. that was so. Nice. To be fair, but during the season. Ain't no HBCU is going to be on ESPN, but ESPN 3 or 4, they're always on. So I was asking because I think the question was, why didn't another... Because it seems like, from what it sounds like, I'm sure they're not the first band or halftime show that's been shown in full. Um, It's because we don't necessarily follow those bands, Um, you know. Well, I remember when I was looking at this, I read a whole write-up. From ESPN on their news site of how they were going to broadcast the marching band because marching band was such a staple at these schools. Really? For their culture, it was such a great thing. Mm. So I was, my, um, like, I was just wondering, like, how is it, you know, such a big thing for them to actually uh, play the halftime show in its entirety? And not even make any mention of our halftime show when a lot of people that do go to our games don't even stay after halftime. They go for halftime. Yeah. Actually, I'm really surprised that they even showed that halftime show because usually for those large games or those ESPN games, during halftime, they're either talking. They're, yeah, they're usually talking about stuff, which I mean, it's it's good stuff to talk about, especially when you have your number one, your number two. It's the largest mm-hmm. collegiate football game in America. And from what I heard, there's it a lot was to like talk a about. Really good game, too. yeah. So there's a lot to talk about, <clears throat> and um, then also you're paying bills by uh, showing these commercials mm-hmm. during this. So I'm really surprised that they showed it. Um, that game comes on in an ungodly hour, and it's at a school night. So I didn't last throughout the entire thing. I don't even think I last till halftime. Like so yeah, it's like a Monday. It's really really awkward time so i for one wasn't able to see the halftime 
um, that was aired or whatnot. But um, that's just what we heard, you know. So it's, I'm surprised that they showed it. Now, I remember in the past when HBCU games were given a platform on BET. Yeah, um, that's that when they BT actually showed stuff about actually empowerment before yeah. the uh, restructuring. Yeah, uh, we used to have our halftimes played out, and mm-hmm. I think that was one of the draws for people to watch the games. Mm-hmm. But like, what is is there a an issue with black dance? Because I know that I know that when a black man goes to a white school, or when I when my band went to white schools, it was always an issue, like. Don't play. <clears throat> These are our rules. You can't play. Really? Get off the field. Yeah. The only time where like it wasn't a big deal, like where white people weren't upset with us being how we are. And, you know, Hampton is a rowdy Talladega man. Hampton is. Oh my gosh. <gasps> That's not Talladega's a... not rowdy. Talladega does what they want to do. That doesn't mean they're rowdy. Okay. Well, t- that Hampton is a negative is not... thug-like connotation, <laughs> and you Hampton will take is... that back. No, I'm not going to take it back. But Hanson <laughs> is not a man that does what they... We follow the rules, but, like, it was like we would always be chastised to the point where, like, white schools didn't even let the band go anymore. So, like, is there an issue with black bands? Are we too rare functions with our play for the majority? Well, I, okay, I know for me, we had the rules where you had to play really low. I think what it is is the refs really can't hear. So... I mean, our, ears are the same on black people as You're white absolutely people. right. But what we do at, and I went to a different school, it was mm-hmm. loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you really couldn't. We're playing across really the field. Aggressive. It's Yeah, it's loud. It's angry. We're yelling through our horns, especially <laughs> for losing. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's the, the referees, from what I, my understanding, it was, you know, you, you play really low or not at all when the ball is in play. And then you come back, time out, whatever, you know, and that's how mm-hmm. our games pretty much went. Um, and <clears throat> then we are the ice. We all went to a white school. Um, well, I think we didn't. We didn't when I marched. I think mm-hmm. they just started playing Alabama and mm-hmm. these other schools. Um, and I think they they actually I saw a letter they received that said they couldn't do something, and it was the funny. I was like, why are they even going? Mm-hmm. Because you, because they couldn't even you couldn't perform like yeah. you, you could barely do the field show. So it's like, why are you even going? I don't think it's because I've gone to PWC games as well, and that the bands don't play as much. Right. It's just not a it's not a thing. Like like marching band is the icing on the cake. The people are there for the football game. Right, right. right. So you can still have the game with or without the band, and I think that's how. They're looking at it. Yeah, it's a it's a different perspective with PWIs. You know, when we go in there, we're going in there to battle. We're going in there to play our instruments loud, and we're going in there to play as much as we can to get through this fifty or sixty number of song book. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But them, um, I went to a PWI game in Jacksonville. It was the the Tax Slayer Bowl with um, Penn State and UGA. They pretty much played the exact same thing over and over again because mm-hmm. they're there to support the football team. Mm-hmm. So these people aren't used to that. You know what I'm saying? They're not used to our our 
our approach to marching band. Variety. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And, Why do you and, have more than five songs? And it's so loud and aggressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> and so with, with their Jeez. games, there are a lot of other things that are going on behind the scenes, too. Like the announcers are making advertisements. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure those people are paying for the announcer to say their advertisements over the loudspeaker. So they want that to be heard. So I'm sure that has something to do with it. Because uh, there was one time somebody told, I think we were in, and this wasn't even a white school. It was a black school. I think it was Winston-Salem. We went up there, and they asked us to stop playing because they had to make announcements. And we're like, what? You know, so I guess that's just it's certain different things, certain places. But I do know that um, a lot of them, and it's, it's starting to change, but a lot of them do have a negative connotation of our bands. We're considered... Um, show bands or party bands you know it's not as respected as you know the bands that go out there and play copeland or you know all the other um um concert literature that they put on the field and all that type of but stuff. but they love when we play i think they, it's also they do shock right. value now they do yeah it's like oh my god i didn't really think you could really play an instrument yeah. and dance at the same time too and memorize it all shucking and jiving Look at <laughs> now there is a because there are two different types of white bands like there's the mm-hmm. there's the real formal PWC PWI right well, like the white, white. people <laughs> the white people so politically incorrect okay. well them Ooh, and oh us. that's even better so, them and us so there's two different there's types no of divide <laughs> there's two different types of fans there's that really structured we're gonna do Star Wars on the field type band but there's there's the other type of band where they like play on pumpkins and they yeah Stanford yeah like marching that. with sinks around yeah. their necks so like I think that like the bands that are that Ohio State type band I think that they hate us but then when we play against those bands like I know Princeton has a play play band or I don't know what you call it but a play play you band might, like a they team band or I think we're talking about Stanford. That's yeah, the one who had yeah, the like like they they have the six on there, but they oh, play no, on like no, those some hooligans. Yeah, yeah, they got banned. Actually. <laughs> yeah, they in trouble. They can't try. But there are a lot of bands <laughs> like that. Like a, they're not the only school that does mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because I know Princeton has one like that. When we played at Princeton, their whole crowd like that was my first standing ovation. Was because they're used people. to the crap. Because they're used to stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, <laughs> they didn't want oh, us to leave. Geez. I think we did like, oh, oh, oh. Earthquake. Careful. Okay, we're back Be now. Be careful. We, yeah. We they had didn't... an earthquake. We're back now. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, they didn't want to. It was I a standing we... ovation <laughs> for Preston. It just overwhelmed the for room. <laughs> yeah, we had like a two-hour fifth quarter by ourselves. The whole crowd follows back to our bus. It's like, did y'all have enough songs? more than enough songs more than enough songs Uh, but yeah I I think that there's two different types so Mm -hmm. maybe that's also a part of why so you're saying that the more roguish bands accept us and not the more nationally recognized really good quality ones don't what are you saying I'm trying to say yeah basically that like those play play, roguish bands Mm -hmm. like maybe they enjoy Something that's completely different. I don't necessarily then, think it's the because again, band. I, I think the crowds love the music altogether. Like you know, from watching, mm-hmm. uh, what even if you went to you know Princeton and Stanford, whatever, the crowd likes it. But are you speaking? You're saying the band program or the band program, the crowd, the school, the period. school, yes. Yes, because because if because I know when we there's a different there's a different feeling 
of acceptance when you go to a prison where they have that roguish mandate when you go when we went to an ODU where they had the more of a structured band. Like from us playing at the stands. What's that old I mean, Yeah. Did they make you all go to the cafeteria through the back door? What do you mean? Oh, no, there was a, it, it was even down to like paying for our tickets to sit in the stands. Like it's even down to that. Like we don't want you if y'all want to come, y'all gonna pay the regular admission to even sit here. Well, you know, Jim, Jim Crow is still alive and well. Mm-hmm. You know? Still alive and well. I saw him at Stone Mountain last week. Ah, did you? Mm-hmm. How's he doing? How are the kids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so out there. So I think that um, should we, not so much as vampires at HBCU, should we like try to have our own setup again, like how we used to do on BET? Should we strive or something like that? Well, if we're depending on BET, then uh, we'll be depending for a long time. <laughs> BET I mean, is like on TV a one. slippery slope straight centric. to hell. Yeah, centric. I go with centric before. BET is completely lost. They're not mm-hmm. even a part of my cable package at this point. <laughs> and um, I think they're free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, free. I'm so past BET. So, um, okay, but with us being on what would our culture, the HBCU culture, be on a national scale like that? Would that, um, would that be a positive thing for Most HBCUs? definitely, most definitely, because I think, well, in the age of the internet, we're getting a lot of, um, you know, press and publicity anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, of course, seeing seeing things like that with such a rich culture would be awesome to be on TV. I don't know how they do with the rights to the songs. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Well, it's a parody, right? What's that? I don't I, know what that I, is. I think that you can, yeah, because they they play. Do you consider if you play a song, it's a parody? Because I, I don't, I don't think. That's I think you gotta pay for that, right? Yeah, you gotta pay. So I, I don't know how any of that works. Either. I don't know how any of that works. But to answer your question, yeah, I think it would be awesome um, to have that piece of culture broadcast uh, on television because people love it. They do love it. Um, our Caucasian counterparts. You know, from the PWIs, they love it. Their crowds love it. So, Just think about when you uh, when Southern went to UGA, they were all over Southern. I'm talking mm-hmm. about there were articles were in the news. Yeah. Yes, there were articles mm-hmm. in the newspaper. There were articles in the newspaper, and this is a football city where yeah. all they care about mm-hmm. is football. But there were articles in the newspaper talking about the human jukebox coming to town. So um, I think all, overall, on a wide scale, I do think that what we do is appreciated more so now than in the past. Um, so you, I think it would be awesome for it to be broadcasted. I think if they it were to air it like after the Honeybee show, <laughs> if you hear, aired it after them or the before. The Honeybee show. Get, uh, on the Lifetime. Honey? The Honeybee Oh, the Ray, the Ray uh, Hour? Blame Ray. Blame yeah. Ray, okay. So if you were, <laughs> let's say, because like, okay, with that, we were talking about the music. They only played like three songs for those who did not see the whole season. They played the same three songs. So wait, over. you saw the whole season? I did. I keep telling y'all. How I saw did the you whole... see the whole season when they only aired like six? But there's only like six episodes. Someone placed them in a Facebook group. A what Facebook group is this? Um, H <laughs> the HBCU Uncut. There are two versions of the group, and I keep forgetting. Like one is in all caps, and one is in. <laughs> so I know the difference. 
Like one is angry, one is not. So yeah, but they placed it in the angry one. HBCU uncut. Do you know the name of that person? You know, I'm just incriminating. I, this I person. do know the name of the person, and they went to Alabama and M. But I'm not going to throw because from what I read and what I saw, the band director message him. Doctor Alba was P O. You better take it down. Oh, what you gonna do? Oh, he was mad. At oh, he messaged him. Yeah, because it leaked. It wasn't supposed to come out. Well, of course it was. But why is he mad? Because, as you can see, the show is no longer on now. But that's that not had why. nothing to do with that it. That had nothing to do with it. <laughs> if anything, he, he was, was marketing. He was cross-marketing <laughs> for them. Like, I used... There we go. Brighter day. <laughs> Let's put some <laughs> some sprinkles on this S. But back to my... I was saying that they only played, like, three songs. I think Happy was one. Their fight song and something else. Because right. I think, like, the those rights. were the rights that they yeah. had to play on national TV. You know? Yeah. But then again, it's like the... I guess the, the the PWCs do they send off to get rights to play these songs? If because maybe that's an issue, you know. Yeah. If you're playing a whole field show and you right. can only show bits and pieces, you probably only show bits and pieces because the rights of these songs are not. If you watch right. that the other the little dance show, bring it. They don't they ever don't play, play the songs mm-hmm. that the kids actually sure dance to. So you look, they look stupid dancing to this generic. I'm like, what are these generic songs that they're? in Jackson, Mississippi, like, and you have random yeah. Sarah Sue singing the song behind and you. And you look on YouTube and it's not giving you buzz. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I think that also could play a factor. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the rights to these songs, because we play everything we everything. play is, Hot you know, 40. right. Mm-hmm. Right off the radio. 50 years. Right. So, <laughs> right. that could, I think, very well be an mm-hmm. issue. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, I think that was a good discussion. Yeah. That's a good discussion. So I think now is a, another great time to break out and hear from our sponsors. And then we'll be, you know, right on, you know, we'll be, you know. We'll come back. Right on. <laughs> we'll come back. All right.
right? For one of our, uh, for our next segment. All right, so we are in the dawn of the Honda Battle of the Bands. We can't let a show go on without us talking about Honda again. All right, so we got to talk about Honda. What I want to do is I want to talk about predictions because we kind of touched on it last um, last show, uh, just who was going to be there and why certain bands weren't there and uh, the whole politics of the voting and all that stuff. But now that we've gotten past all of that and we're at the Honda, let's talk predictions. Let's talk predictions. Who do you think is going to uh, take it and who do you think is going to bomb? And who do you think is going to be the same old them? Well, what do you hey, think? South, is South Carolina State doing it? I oh can't answer that question until I pull up the list again. Because yeah, South Carolina State, State is going. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting to it. I would have typed it all out, but I forgot. Um, South, well, Carolina, South Carolina State's going. going Bethune is going. Um, Lincoln, Lincoln is not going. Missouri. <laughs> Alcorn okay. is going. Jackson It's like 12 is swag going. bands and yeah. some more people. A&M is going. Alabama, Alabama A&M. A&M. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 2016. Wow. I got six. I'm missing two more. I'm missing two more. Is it more? Um, hold on. I'm trying to. Gosh, why don't we know this? I think FAMU is going. Is FAM going? No, I'm really years. just uh, kidding. They're not going. You said Bethune. Yep, yeah. said Bethune. Prairie View. Ah, Prairie View. Prairie View. Prairie View. So and Tennessee mis- State. And Tennessee State. Oh, yeah. Okay. How did I forget Tennessee State? You know, there they're. Yeah, how did I forget them? All right, so One, going over the two, list again, we got South Carolina State, three. we got Bethune, we got Lincoln, we got Alcorn, we got Jackson, we got Alabama and then we got Prairie View, and we got Tennessee State. Yeah, you know what? You're right. This is like a swag battle of the bands. It's four swag mm-hmm. bands. Um, to Miak. Uh-huh. Do and y'all still claim South Carolina State? Unfortunately, you know, yeah. and that's just because they're a football team. Okay. Um, South sure. Carolina State, you know, they're... They're going Wait, through something. Do they have a band? You think? I thought something was wrong with their band. Do they have a school? Oh, do they have a school? Did they all get fixed? Yeah, they they still band? have a school. The school okay. is still functioning. Now, their band director, Eddie Ellis, is no longer there. Are you sure? Because I, I never I never really got confirmation. So, who is the band director? That's a good question. <laughs> He's not the band director. Who is? Uh, I don't know. So, you know... We got some studying and some research to yeah. do before Honda. But what do you think South Carolina State is going <laughs> to, based on history, you remember there did the famous Stick Della. Yeah. With the I, I little children the choir. The children. Oh, yeah. They got mad at us. We had. About because uh, the tuba coming. Right. Because the tuba coming. Uh, out of everything that was wrong with your show. <laughs> They got on me about me saying I couldn't hear Get the tubas, tubas, which was fat. But out of everything that I said. They were totally okay <laughs> with Mandela's neck Mandela's falling. Mandela's neck and his head being decapitated uh, and falling off. Out of tune. Out of tune. From Nigeria. <laughs> and what? The, the balloons. The balloons. Wow. Why does Mandela have balloons? They bypass all of that to get to mad, to get upset about the tubas. Then they told me, and now, okay, so they refused to take this challenge, okay? I said, I will recant my entire statement oh, that's nice. if you can find me one person who None. can agree 
that South Carolina State is known for their tubas. Because Not that, from South Carolina State, Because that, that is what one of the members or the members of South Carolina State told me. They said, we are known for our tubas. And I was like, well, if you're known for the tubas, you're not known for much. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> if you can find one person... To back you up, that is uh, that is not from South Carolina State. I will recant my entire statement. They could not find one person. Is South Carolina State known for their tubas, Jared? I know more about Virginia State's tubas. Yeah, Virginia State. They're known for their yeah. tubas. You know what I'm saying? Cookman is known for their tubas. Jackson State, I would know about their because they're called something. Yeah, it's, even it's Alabama silver. State, the Silver Bullets, they're known yeah. for their yeah. tubas. You know what I'm saying? What are the tubas called at? Norfolk? No, uh, South Carolina yeah, State. What are, what are they called? I don't even know what they're called. They're like, I don't know. Who is, are they like the Chocolate Thunderers or something? Are they the Thunder Brothers? Maybe that's them. Thunder Brothers? No, that's no. a percussion. No, the Bongo Brothers. The Bongo Brothers oh, is a percussion. Okay. That's a percussion. See, I mean, I hey, and this isn't shade, guys. I'm just saying. We are legit trying to figure out what the name of your tuba section is because you're not known for tubas. Even We even know Bodacious at uh, Norfolk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately. Uh, even Alabama A&M is known for yeah. that. Those, their tubas hit hard. You know what I'm saying? So, come on. I mean, I understand that you guys play tuba, and we are because it was with... only tuba players and <laughs> a couple of band people, but they were all from South Carolina State. Because I'm know? trying to think, I I'm trying to think, um, besides these last few years of blunders from South Carolina State, when few I, years when I played against South Carolina State, what did I remember from South Carolina State? And I don't remember. I promise you, when they were sitting across the field from us, we noticed that they had a plethora big. of tubas. They had, like, They're it was big. to the point to where they had tubas surrounding the band. And I think yeah. that's what we were saying. They were large, but you still could, you could not, not hear, hear them. them. I think that was the point that you were That making. was the point that I was making. And I was like, if you can give me something that, you know, that negates that... I would gladly go on air. Maybe they're tuned differently than other tubas. That's what it is. They're tuned differently than it other has, tubas. What has to do with volume? He's being facetious, <laughs> oh. doggone it. You know, he's being freaking facetious. Man, they're not right tuned into the right. chat. I was like, what does that have to do with anything? You know? What? I mean, hey. And I even know about uh, South Carolina State's percussion section. I even know, like we said, the Bongo Brothers. Yeah. They're good. The Bongo Brothers are good, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. uh, come on. I, 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 well, I, folk, I know a lot about them because they always have a lot of good women come out of their section. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. The, you, they have standout women mm-hmm. that lead mm-hmm. and do really well in their section. Mm-hmm. Shout mm-hmm. out to Lace. Um, shout out to Robe. Like, oh, robe. Yeah, I know yeah, robe. <laughs> I robe too. So, it, yeah. but uh, so okay. So, anyway, uh, to be totally honest, I'm not trying to be shady. I'm just being completely real. My expectations are not high for South Carolina State show. How Although, was their season? I know it'll be entertaining because they're going to do something that is going to be a blunder. What's I their feel size? Like. Um, I think they're much smaller than the Ellie Ellis Eddie Ellis have, era. Do they have? Something happened this year where they had no band or they had yeah, no they Yeah, uh, the school went through some issues and I think funding was cut or something like okay. that. Um, they, they've they gone, they're in a huge transition period. Okay. Um, 
<clears throat> so is Ellis is the one from is he Sounds the one from like Morris Brown? Brown yeah, okay. Eddie Ellis is the one from Morris Brown. He's Child. the one who brought in all those guest uh, performers. Uh, if you remember, he brought in Petey Pablo, one Honda. Okay. Um, who am I? <laughs> yeah, you know that was during the Big Bacon Classic. Okay. He brought in Petey Pablo. Um, he came out in the Rolls Royce. Then he brought in Lenny Williams um, for another classic or something like that. It was Honda. It was, it was, I hate you so much. Okay. And then I think he brought in like uh, you know he brought back Michael the hologram you know he started the whole hologram thing wow. that was Eddie Ellis you know so now that they don't have Eddie Ellis they have to rely totally on their creativity which leaves me worried. Well, and, and they may surprise us. And you know what? I'm pulling for him. I know I'm sounding very this negative. It's so weird though because I thought that a lot of a lot of uh, people who used to march. Their whole issue was having him there because they said that they were limited and they were in a box and it mm-hmm. was almost like, you know, and that, almost like the Bethune Cookman thing. Bethune mm-hmm. Cookman is always good, but it's always the same. Yeah. So it's like with them, they're always something, but it's always the same. <laughs> so it's like they were like the, the alumni, everybody was kind of upset, upset and yeah. they didn't really necessarily want mm-hmm. Mr. Ellis there but my thing was who are you going to replace him with right who is the band director now I, I don't, I don't because know. honestly they didn't sound bad their show yeah their, that's show, what I'm saying. their show planning was just completely yeah. freaking off it was like you were trying to pull a North Carolina A&T but so they could have like, had the funding yeah, the African choir they could have you know? stood still the whole yeah. time okay. and left yeah. the uh, the the choir off mm-hmm. the, the Mandela it's, it's the show planning okay. but sound wise they they, they, they were legit Nobody they were legit taking away from that it was I want Cyclone to say to go bigger than ever before I want them to do five Mandelas and have a Because they had twin drum majors. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Did we ever find out what happened to the kid who ran that off? That one ran off the show and never came back, the one drum major? Oh, no. They had 12 yeah. and lost one during the middle so of the year. They had 11? That's yeah, not just, okay. yeah, Go look back at that. Well, well I okay, going to well, be even bigger. And I think that for this year, they're going to be even bigger than before and it's going to be the best show that Sacramento State say has ever done. Yeah, and to be totally honest, we're bandheads, so of course we're going to talk trash, but we are really pulling for you. We want everybody to be yeah. successful and we want everybody to be positive because it's a reflection on the entire right. culture and community. So we, we we want you to be awesome, alright? Go South Carolina State. Alright, so next on the list, Bethune. Bethune's gonna do the same thing. The same right. thing. It's on a classic. And, and <laughs> this is an alumni speaking, just so you know the South Carolina State people aren't so butthurt. It's gonna sound good. Oh, it's gonna sound, it's gonna good. Sound good. It's gonna look precise. Very elevator music-ish, honey. It, yes. It's, it's gonna, they're gonna put. They're gonna do something different at the end, you know, just to say that they changed something. But it's gonna be the same. Something that's gonna be dedicated to Atlanta. Yeah, because one time we did the the Braves A. I saw that. One time we did the Atlanta Falcons logo, yep. and that's probably not gonna be a, a good thing Mm-mm. this year. If nope. we put so, nope. please, if anyone out there from Cookman, do not do anything with the Falcons because we're kind of <laughs> sore about that. Just leave the Falcons alone. Do a hawk. The Hawks are pretty average. They're pretty average this <laughs> they year. They were good last yeah, year. Yeah, last so. year they were really good. Or Atlanta Dream. We'll take that. Yeah, do the Dream. They went to the playoffs. Yeah. So. so do a Dream logo at the end of the show or something like that. <laughs> but they are going to sound good. Mm-hmm. Um, They're going to sound good. You know, going their flags get... are going to be on points. Yeah. Oh, I love their do flags. Do you ever change uniforms? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're, I mean, there's not really much more you can say about the film. We're going to be awesome. No, I'm asking. We'll I'm, just, I'm just asking. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm wrapping yeah. this one up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
That's what I'm doing. I'm wearing this have a new shirt. Eleven times at Honda. Y'all nah, have a new nah, shirt. Nah. So nothing new. This is eleven times. <laughs> yes. I think we've y'all gone been to most. every Honda. Or? Not every. Oh. We've missed a couple because there were like how two, many Hondas? Is this? Honda has been going since 2003. Oh wow. So yeah, this is. Uh, so y'all only missed two or three. <laughs> yeah, we only missed like two, and that was the years that I was there. So it's clearly my fault, you know. Clearly you weren't down on the ground low enough. That's what it was, you know. That's what it was. Kush, All kush, right, kush, kush, kush. <laughs> so there was something. No, there is a positive. All of their drum majors graduated. There was an article about it. Yeah, like they that. made a. No, that's a good thing because I you know how that. many people are still marching I that a drum major. Wait, who? I do. <laughs> I do. Well, I don't know anything about that. So I um... do. Shame it all. <laughs> no, I was just saying that I was a, that was a, that was a, a plus because I know where you're saying we're gonna we, we know what Bethune Company is gonna so do. But that... one thing that I do I love and encourage is people actually going to school graduating. Mm-hmm. So is and... that an issue, y'all? Drum majors usually don't graduate. No, I don't think it was an issue. Yeah. I think they committed to do it and they took a pledge and said we're going to do this because if you look at other programs, people don't. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, of course, the graduation rate across the board, not even just at HBCUs, is down in America because our education system is is flawed or whatnot. So, yeah, kudos to them. These um, are black men with degrees. Yeah, yeah. Con- congratulations to them. That's awesome. I, I, I did. He see wants that us to get off. Yeah, I'm cookies. really trying to move <laughs> he on. Uh, he does not want us to talk about with Cookman. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to dig Mike because remember last yeah. time. Oh, I got so much hate mail. Blah, 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 blah. How could you call yourself pride? Yeah. And you. Blah, 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 oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, tearjerker, all this stuff. So, Lincoln. Lincoln. What do we think about Lincoln? Not much moving on. What? All right, no. Let's go to <laughs> no, that's, no, 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 that's no, no, your no. problem, Lydell. Lydell is a sizes. Lydell oh, is a sizes. Lydell is a size yes, queen. Because you, yes, you are a size queen. Because oh, what? You, yes. Yes, oh because you, you 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 hit your it's nose up for Hondas, but Hondas for Howard's show. Ass. You pulled your nose up for. Uh, I like Morehouse. For no, you pulled your nose all the way up for Morehouse. I like Morehouse, dog on it. No, you. No, I did. You, Go you back like, and pull the tapes. Pull the tapes. Uh, uh, I was. Nancy, at, I was. Tapes. That was one I went Nancy, to. Nancy, pull the tapes. I saw your face. <laughs> your Na- face. Nancy, pull the tapes. I was at. All right, Nancy's our intern. She's gonna pull the tapes because I. I liked Morehouse. No I like Morehouse. I was in the dome right, for that, okay, and I, you right, pulled so, your nose all the way up when they came right. up. You are a scientist. Right. Jared and is saying, and and I like I like Edward Waters too. Edward Waters is good. I like Edward Waters, but, but he didn't but talk about Edward Waters. I didn't. The only period. thing I talked about was Purple Thunder. And, and, and that, that was it. And they, they were big, so but he talked he about that. Yeah, because I like no. big, right? But I I that is not me at all. Uh, to be totally honest, I don't know anything about Lincoln. That's why I, right. I don't have any predictions. I don't know anything about Nothing them at about all. Them. I've ne- I, this is the first time I've heard of them. Yeah, so uh, it's no shade towards Lincoln. I, just, I don't even know if they are small, you know? I just I just don't know. I promise you I didn't talk crap about Morehouse because that was when uh, Gaines was there. And that was when Morehouse was, was pretty hitting. I liked Morehouse during his, his era. You're a size queen. All right, whatever. And you I, mad. <laughs> I so that, what do you think about Lincoln? Huh? I actually, you? I actually um, Lincoln did a battle with some other school earlier this, or, or last year, early last year that I watched. And I think they're going to have a pretty respectable show. Okay. I didn't see their field show. I just saw the battle part. Okay. Well, I think they're going to have a 
respect for Sean. I'm interested and to see it. Because so far, the smaller bands have done much more for me than the bigger bands. And in my defense, the Howard was awful. Howard was wine. awful. Howard, Howard was had awful. a very... And I, and I they messed up the dates of the found, the Greek founding dates. Yeah, that Remember, was that. that. Was one. And the whole show about well, Howard stuff was Sound-wise, Howard had a very respectable show. But it was show. crazy because when they got here, the bus didn't have that many people on it. But when they got on the field, it was a whole bunch of people. I wasn't there for that. I think a lot of, I, I, I heard it was alleged that a lot of Howard alumni came back because they was like, this is the only hundred we're going to ever see. So they, they said, hey, and they jumped in and they put on a uniform and they played. That's the rumor that went out. That's the rumor. I do was. remember something like that. <laughs> yeah, that was the rumor in the band world. I didn't make it I thought they had a very receptive Lincoln show. University. <laughs> Their band is called the Orange Crush Roaring Lions. Mm, that's a lot. That's a lot to say. Yeah, because you could have been Orange Crush. You could have been Roaring Lions. Right, and <laughs> how do those even correlate with each other? Orange Crush Roaring Lions. It's just a lot is going on. Are their colors orange? Yes, they're orange and they navy blue. Be. I, think, I would like something to say. But isn't that like the other Lincoln, too? I think the other Lincoln is... Maybe they're together. Listen, I mean, and I I do think the smaller bands have a lot more to gain. So I do think they try to put their best foot forward much more um, because they want it more. They want it more. So, I mean, I can I can understand you saying you expect great things from them because mm-hmm. this is probably going to be their only time mm-hmm. behind them. And they're going to show out. They probably like, that's why right. I'm not, I don't have anything to say and I, I'd rather keep it that way because I'm not really one to bite my words. So, I'd right. rather see what it is right. that the Roaring Lions of Orange, Orange Crush, Crush um, <laughs> do. And the band director is Ronald Green. Ah, I know Ronald. Oh, he, you have him on the show. I, I he's he's in that HBCU group. He's in that group. Ronald. All right, so we expect, so we can just say across the board we're expecting great things. All right, yeah. so can we move on now? Yes. Alcorn, Alcorn. Now that? you know people give Talladega a bad rap about being uh, renegades, but Alcorn is borderline renegades themselves. They do some renegade ish type stuff. Well, hmm. they, they're kind of renegade school. Is that the maybe. not that it is has that to be a topic of discussion? That hangs out on the fence. Is that them? Was that Alcorn? Was that Alcorn? Was it, who, the, whose dance girls were hanging out all over the fence? And, no, no, no. That was Albany. Albany. That same, was the Passionettes that were doing the whole fence thing. Game. Alcorn is in... Alcorn. Mississippi. Mississippi, yeah. yeah. Alcorn, okay. Mississippi. Okay. They've had a great season. They've had a great season. Their I saw field one shows, of their games. Their field shows are energetic or whatnot. Um, and we're not talking about the Kwanzaa Bowl because that wasn't a good showing. That was at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But when they actually care and when they actually go out there to put on a show, I can say they do They do pretty well. So I expect great things they from them as well. They remind me of Jackson State a lot, though. They, they do. They get a lot of their, a lot of their tradition. Where is their is, band director from, Dr. Ronaldo He is from Murray. Jackson, I want to say, because he was the interim director at Jackson mm-hmm. State for a second. He was there when Jackson State played at Southern's back when Southern was about to go on the field. Mm. So he's taking that same mentality to Alcorn now, and they do things like that sometimes. So they're okay. They okay. they sound a lot. Well, maybe not sound, but they look a lot like Jackson with yeah. different colors. And they're they're. I don't. I don't know how the the how Mississippi's geogra- geographically made up, but I know they're in the same state. You know mm. what I'm saying. Um, the J sets do the exact same uh, same things as the Golden Girls. Um, their uniforms are similar. That's I think what they both at Elk or they're, they're the Golden Girls. Golden, okay. Yeah, 
Uh, I think Alcorn has similar uniforms, I believe. They both have the pom-pom thing. So, yeah, there are... The drum majors are very similar as well. Yeah, the drum majors are similar, too. I'd like to know the history behind that. Like, what school uh, was first or, or why... You know, such a strong correlation. Why so similar? Because a lot of times, uh, just like with Bethune, uh, Bethune and FAMU's history kind of coincides because um, Mary McLeod Bethune went to Washington to lobby on behalf of both schools on a lot of different occasions and got buildings built on FAMU's campus for FAMU. And in return, FAMU gave Bethune Cookman's band a lot of their instruments or in uniforms and stuff like that. So a lot of times back there in those olden days, uh, those HBCU bands forged those relationships early. So therein lies the. But that doesn't mean mirror. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying something like that could have happened back in the day to cause their tradition to be. You just want to give all this Bethune. No, I'm history. I'm just saying. (laughs) I I can see how schools will have a relationship like. That, but as far as the band, yeah, I'm saying like their cousins or something could have, <laughs> you know, gone to the same so school. Is, they could be like cousins or something. Is, are Jackson and Alcorn like a big rivalry game? No, they're not a big rivalry no. game, but they do have a rivalry yeah. classic. Okay. I think it's a Circle City classic or something like that. Oh, they, okay, that, so they have Cir- a no, Circle City. It changes or Capital City. One they of them is a yeah. CCC. I know that, so it must be Capital City Classic. But it's it's a classic where they play each other every okay. year. You know, it's yeah. an in town. Rivalry, but it's not a wider scale Jackson, type rivalry. They like probably don't even practice for their game. It's <laughs> <They're just laughs> yeah. like y'all coming? Yeah, we'll be there. Right. So <laughs> I, I think they're like cousins. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of deal. Okay. So, so we um, have to play them. So yeah. we do. So at Honda, you know, I think they're gonna do something that Jackson State would do. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I will say I enjoyed. Alcorn's percussion better than Jackson State's percussion. Okay. So okay. I think that I may like an Alcorn show better than Jackson State show. Okay. For the sake of moving on, since we're talking about Jackson, how do we mm-hmm. think Jackson is going to do? I've heard mixed reviews from Jackson. I've heard a lot of people say that they're not uh, pleased with Jackson this year. They're bigger, but they're not as refined and they're not as clean and, mm-hmm. and all of that. And they're not as entertaining. Mm-hmm. So, um,. I think, now while we're talking about Bethune, I think Jackson is going to put on a very Jackson state show. I don't think they're going to do anything outside of the or Jackson State box. Out or, right. You know. They're going to be Jackson State. Mm-hmm. They're going to go on the field to uh, get ready. They're going to spill out JSU. They're going the to, drum majors are going to disappear. The drum majors are going to go off to the side to do their water break. Mm-hmm. You know, um, They're going to play something really loud on the sideline afterwards. They're going to do their little kaleidoscope drill. Why do you think the the, J-Sets are going to do? Um, The J-Set. Now. Oh, my gosh. The J-Sets have been through some stuff. I don't know if you've been following the J-Sets. How many will be on the field? Right. Exactly. I don't know if y'all have been following (laughs) this whole saga. But for a second, um, there were only like four J-Sets. They was good with four. I enjoyed the four. Shouts out to Dominique. They hated her guts. But Mm -hmm. she has prevailed. But now, supposedly, they've um, settled. Been court ordered. Right. They've been court ordered now. Because this like, is going on since their band came. Right. Oh, wow. Like, only in Jackson can all of this be surrounding a dance team. Because like, if this was 14K, Mr. Wells would say, get the hell out, and yeah. that would be the end of it. So, for the whole story, um, for those that don't have a background, at band camp, there were allegations of hazing or yeah. something with. Amongst the, um, the young ladies. Amongst, mm-hmm. amongst the young ladies of the dance team at Jackson State, and 13 people had to get on the team. <laughs> right. So, they, they started. Like it was like a week before the first game, and it was only four people. So they have prevailed with this four, with this smaller team for the whole season. At the mm-hmm. very end of the season, the court came back and said, "Well, 
you know, they these allegations are. Um, so, <laughs> so a, the court said you have to put them back on the team. You know, it's yeah. crazy. If you've ever been to um, Jackson State drum major and J set tryouts mm-hmm. are like a big, a big it's a deal. huge, it's a huge to do. It's a huge deal. So. Uh, it's a, it's a culture. It's a culture in and of itself. People go like people it, travel. It to is go. a monster because they follow these specific dancers, right? And, um, like they actually have fans, like real fans, and they know their whole names and like their history and like where they were born and like I've been watching her since she was in such and such high school and I knew she'd be the J set captain someday. Like it's really weird. But now all these girls are back because the petty courts at the end of the season. <laughs> Why the courts have to be petty? They are petty. <laughs> it, is, it is the end of the season. Some of those girls are seniors and they say, ah, we just playing. Y'all can go back and dance. You got Honda. Come on. They missed the whole season. Don't tell me I can come back at the end of the season so I can do Honda. I missed the whole, I'm a well, senior. Well, you know, Jackson had a parade last week. So. Ooh, a parade. <laughs> I get to do a parade. And you know, basketball In the winter. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's here now, so they get to do like, something. Like, I see the courts are not looking at it like that. They're looking at it from the school year. They're not thinking, oh, the, you missed the most vital part of the entire yeah. point of your the, existence. The courts are petty. Uh, uh, J said lives matter. I'm I'm with the sets. They're petty, and J J set lives matter. So these people follow these J sets, and they follow them. And like, who's the most famous J set ever? Um, just in in conversations that I've heard, these are the always the names that come up. Just like in listening to the different conversations, because these people are diehard fans. Uh, Saki, Jasma, Afrashana. These are the names that I hear. Right. Don't they sound like some type of name from a, a sitcom? From Mississippi. Right. <laughs> they sound like some Mississippi names, <laughs> but I'm sure they're amazing dancers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, the dancers are awesome. I'm not I taking just, that away from them, but no, yeah, those trying, are the like, names that I always you, hear. Because I know that people go and, but they you know, after stand that. for these girls, and that's S-T-A-N. That's, um, I think that's, what's that stand for again? It's from the Eminem song. Well, my yeah. most favorite J-set that never was is Diana. So, oh, Let's have a couple moments of silence for for Diana. No, she and don't need no silence because she has prevailed. She, yeah, she has prevailed. She, she, like, she, she didn't she, accomplish the J set thing, and, but she but she's impacting these little girls. Oh yeah, lives. she is most definitely so, impacting their she, lives. But still, a moment of silence for Diana uh, because she wanted to be a set and she wasn't able to to do it. Okay, so. All right, all right. Here we go. <laughs> but okay, so as a, time we've got to move on, guys. What's the last thing? As a brief aside, I just want to bring this up. Um, you mentioned about how um, there was a dance issue at Bethune Cookman. Mm-hmm. Your conductor would be upset, but there was a dance issue at Cookman because somebody was upset. A 46 year old was upset because she oh, wasn't yes. allowed. Because yeah. you always don't want to talk about Bethune Cookman. I love to talk about it because she was foolish. And they, they swept her right on out the door and she didn't have a case. You're 46, man. <laughs> we are not here to live your dream. This is not a, a Make-A-Wish foundation. The Marsha Wildcats have a job to do and we're not going to to try to help you live your dream just so you can get on the field. You're 46. Then there's a safety issue as well. You're old. Your bones are brittle. So. You have no <laughs> you have no place on a football field at 46. No, ma'am, Pam. No, no, no. I'm with she Mr. Diamond Wells on that. She tried to file a lawsuit. Yeah, she, she did. did. She, did. she, she did. was a woman with a master's degree Ooh. because she was denied mm-hmm. a tryout with the dance team because yeah. of her weight. Because of her weight. Now, funny thing about it is, if I were him, I would have let her try out. 
she would have just had to sign the yeah, good old. That's um, my thing. She should at least have the, the, the yeah, and have the cameras out. out there. And then you know it what? Embarrass herself. The type of person I am. That's bullying. I, I put her that's on the not team because she does it herself. I put her on the team and I make her captain. Dance this fifty for these next now, do 10, it, that 11 is games. Fair to the other girls on the squad. Oh well, mm. I'm gonna make a point. But I would until she danced into the emergency room. <laughs> Okay, well, let's go back. And she lost 60 pounds to do it, though. Oh, well, well, she needs to be thanking Mr. Wells. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. You owe him the apology. You need to thank him for getting rid of your cankles. Because if it weren't for the dream of 14K, she'd still be slopping around the house overweight. How about that? You are the biggest loser. <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on to yes. the A&M, Alabama A&M? Uh, I think they're going to be awesome. They are one of my most favorite bands in the SWAC. Um, especially with their uh, the band director's new vision and how he's refined the sound and how he's gotten uh, these different pieces of the puzzle on his staff now. I think he has one of the directors from Whitehaven. Mm-hmm. Whitehaven is an awesome school with a very rich legacy it's of being... Right? Yeah, yeah. They, they're loud, but they're clean. And so now he has him on staff. And I just love everything that's going on at Alabama A&M, personally. That's my I'm take excited. on it. I'm um, I think, the out, like I said, the outcast show that they did when they... Last game that was his first. I want to say his first year there, mm-hmm. and um, he got to go to Honda, so he got to experience and see what it's like. So this is his second go round. Um, honestly, the first time Alabama and went to Honda, I couldn't remember what the show. It was not that great. It wasn't that memorable. But these, this last one was. I think this one is going to be really, really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just excited. Um, I, I, I think it's a like I said, new identification. Yeah. New, um, and how, I'm actually here for it though. How does um how does your alumni feel about it? Because we talk about how new band directors come in and change the identity. Well, not change the identity, but take it in a different, I guess, direction. How how is alumni feeling about it? Do you have your ears it's, to the beat? It's mixed. Okay, because you have some that encourage it. Um, a lot of people didn't like that. The old director, Mister, is how they kind of booted him. Uh, they didn't. Then that was more so. I think the frustration that many had, mm-hmm. the um, well, the emotional side. People mm-hmm. felt like it was not fair, um, because they're both um, A and M alone. Mm-hmm. But um, so shout out to Mister Yates. He went to Steelman and started um, with their program over there. But I think more people. At the beginning, we're looking at the emotional side of, mm-hmm. oh, you got rid of him, and you brought in who is an alumni as well. Um, so, But he came, and he did really good things, and then they finally got on the board, and they realized, well, he didn't come and mess the band up. Mm-hmm. He actually made it really, really good. So I think people are a little bit okay now. They're mm-hmm. not crying as much. Mm-hmm. You still have those few, but they're probably still in the band from, like, 86. So that doesn't even matter. But yeah, I th- yeah. you know how bad people are. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, what do you think, Jared? Yeah, I I, I will watch the Alabama A show. I usually skip some bands, so I will watch their show. Um, Alabama A has only let me down once, and um, it wasn't their field show. So I am excited to see what they bring to the dome. All right, Prairie View. I won't be the first one to speak. Actually, I like I like Prairie View. Um, I haven't seen much of them this year. Um, Last time they came to the Dome, didn't they have the guy with no hands? The guy with no hands. And they played... 
do it with no hands. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, they had a percussionist who had um, no hands. Yeah, it was. It was in poor taste. Uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it come out the blue. Do it with no hands. Yeah, do it with no hands. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, they have a new. Uh, well, he's still relatively new. Uh, Mr. Timmy Zachary. Tim Zachary. Yeah. Um. I, I haven't seen them much, but I know that he focuses on sound. He's from Norfolk as well, so he's he focuses oh, on okay. a refined sound and all that. So I think they'll sound good, like definitely. I'm not sure um, what he gives in terms of, you know, show planning and creativity and all that, but I know they'll sound good. Anything else? Uh, that's pretty much... I don't have anything. Um, what are they? Their dancers are the foxes? Yeah, black Foxes. They do that circle thing where they lift the leg up. Yeah. That's cute. They uh, were reminiscent of like the burlesque dancers. They always have feathers and stuff. Mm. Yeah. I don't know about this one. Only because I don't know about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We haven't really seen much. The Prairie View traveled that much? Well, see, that's another thing. They're in Texas. They're yeah, far. Yeah, they're really so. far. Um, it's like a Texas Southern situation. Yeah, anything on the opposite side of Southern, we kind of don't get much exposure mm-hmm. to. So uh, I'm I'm interested to see what they have in store, what they're bringing to the dome. I know they had their high points with the dome uh, with Honda at one point in time. Yeah, they were shutting it down. And then that whole return curse that second yeah. year. Yeah, and when yeah. they came back first the second year, the first year was like, oh my gosh. Ah, and then yeah, they, they came back, and it was so disappointing. Yeah, it was garbage. So I think yeah. I, I'm stuck on that. Yeah. It just hasn't been the same since right. for me. And then last but not least, we have Tennessee State. Well, that could just be awesome. Tennessee State has never failed. It is one that really? says, I, I love Tennessee State. Oh, they oh. have those old 1965 uniforms. I'm talking about white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Tennessee State. They they're aristocratic. Always, yeah, they're aristocratic. I love them. They've never disappointed me in the stands or on the Wait. field. I think they're hit, sometimes they're hit or miss because yes. they're because they because yes. I was no no they're okay when I, Tennessee State has I've never heard them not sound good mm-hmm. but sometimes their shows are not as entertaining oh, yeah. yeah sound wise they yeah always they always sound, sound good. good I've never heard them sound yeah bad. but it's like that show their shows is hit and miss and like the last one they did was actually good mm-hmm. because it was different mm-hmm. remember the uh, sophisticated ladies didn't have on their regular mm-hmm. right um, white stockings and red lipstick <laughs> so it was like oh look at y'all stepping outside the box and now they're bigger mm-hmm. so I, I'm actually excited to see what they do with this size right. Um but yeah, no, they always sound good. It's yeah. just it's very mundane. Or the field show. Yeah, okay. he's just I don't I don't know because in the stands, especially that fourth quarter, they played a whole eight minutes yeah. doing the show. So you think they would have a lot of energy that will transfer on the field? It's not always that way. Mm. So I just can't stand those uniforms. I wear them come on their windsuit because um... <laughs> they will always play something like. Like Gloria Estefan, something just yeah. random. Yeah, and it was sound. And it was sound awesome, but it's like I know the song, but I'm not quite sure. So it's almost. Mm, I think that for the Honda Tennessee State, it's going to be a great palate cleanser because with all these other bands, I'm just not. Jackson State can be so awful the tempo. Prairie, what are y'all about to do? You know, I think that I know for a fact that Badoon Clip is going to give me great sound. Tennessee State is going to give me great sound. So those are going to be great. Palette cleaners that are. If I, I'm still. I'm thinking I hope the about lineup going is like the down. order. Yeah. I hope it's yeah. a decent yeah. one because if you go out there, child, I think that's something they really need to take in consideration from actual band heads. Yeah. The order yeah. that yeah. they put these bands because Lincoln's probably gonna be first. 
And then they're probably gonna put Jackson. But State you know what? It. No, I think they're gonna put a, a heavier hitter first to try to encourage people to be there on time. Yeah, because they, they, they put, put Jackson first last year. Yeah, they they started mm-hmm. moving. They moved. They switched them up because yeah. somebody told them or they listened to a mm-hmm. show. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and, you'd be surprised how much influence our shows have. Man, people change because of our lives. words. <laughs> whole like, lives change. Whole lives. Change the lives <laughs> and perceptions. Mm-hmm. You know. But uh, so yeah, I, show lineup will have a, a big thing on it. So, so yes, but I'm excited to see Tennessee State. If I go, they'll be yeah. I like the rest of the A L B. I like y'all. They'll be a toss up. Oh, that's a little call. Well, no, I don't know their call. A L B. Aristocrat of bands. So. All right, so we've been on for a while, so we're gonna go out uh, one more break, and then we'll be right back and ready to end the show uh, right here with halftime showtime. <laughs> faces because <laughs> we don't know what's about to happen yeah. we're just we Linnell and I don't know so yeah. we're uh, I have absolutely no idea what this next set segment is but uh so anyway for the second time we're gonna pass it right on over to uh to Jared take it away so you guys I have a wonderful idea that we could bring to this show and oh my gosh we love ideas every time we're on we could add what I want to do is I want to make an official halftime and show that halftime and showtime list of um, ranking up all the HBCU bands. Ooh. So, and I think that at the end of the year, um, we'll have our full list. And every um, every episode, we could add a band or two. But it's the end of the season. Yeah, and then in it's not going to change. The list is going to stay the same for the no, next because season. we add a band wherever it goes. Like for instance, we're going to do one, two, and three today. Oh, but you're that saying one, two, and three, it changes? Okay, yeah, okay. it's going to oh. change. It's going to grow, and then the top five in March is going to be different. Top five in August. Okay. So I thought we could start out today by just putting our three bands on the list to get it started and see where our three bands are uh, like. 
um, today. All right, so you started off. Okay, so let's go ahead and do um, who should be first, um, Alabama A&M or Purdue Clifford? One and two. Um, let's say, um, are you some of our personal bands yes. that we represent? Yes. Go oh. ahead and put our three bands on the list. Hampton, oh. Bethune, and Alabama A&M. Okay, well, yeah, we know Hampton's going to be third. Why do we know that? <laughs> Why do we know that? Let's let's go into it. Why I mean, do we know that? I don't that? know if we have enough time to go into it. Go um, I would say, and this is because I'm a not even being a Bethune Cookman fan, but I am. Um, their consistency, like yeah, they, it's consistent. consistent. That, that's a consistent program that has been for the last very long time. When we all found it, when very, it Bethune. Well, not because time. you had the marching men of Bethune. That's yeah. totally different program yeah. than no. the, the Pride. So, so Bethune didn't sell T-shirts for. What are you talking about here? Where are you going okay. with this? Where are you going with this? <laughs> Did she like sell t-shirts? Come on, Hampton. Where are you going with this? Come on, no. Hampton, because it's, it's, it's almost your turn. Where are you going? <laughs> Wait till we get around to Hampton. Yeah, it wasn't t-shirts. So, what was it? It was pies. Okay. She sold pies. I, I, I knew it was She wasn't doing t-shirts I knew it in the 1900s. <laughs> so, I, for me, I was going to mm-hmm. say... Uh, I put Thune Cookman before Alabama A&M just for the simple fact that Alabama, not that they're still rebuilding, but yeah, Thune right Cookman now. is consistent. And that's just, they are, they're consistent. Mm-hmm. You know what you're going to get every single time, mm-hmm. you know. But so, is that a good thing? Uh, it could be a good thing and a bad thing, of course, and we've we've like experienced safety. that. But um, at the end of the day, it is what it is, you know. I think that risk is an important factor for, I love the wild factor. I love the Wild Panther, and I think that that consistency, even though the consistency at Purdue is great, the showmanship is boring, and mm. that is um, my biggest issue with Purdue. Okay. So you will put Hampton before them? I didn't say that. Can I kind of finish my statement? <laughs> <laughs> but I um, and I and I and I also love Purdue for. Mm-hmm. Personal reasons, you know, Badoon has marched in our homecoming parade twice while I was there, and sure Badoon has always been a great fin- friend to him. A class act, and um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely love Badoon. They sound great, and they sit so straight in the stands. We do. We like. They're are they going to have fun yeah. at, at the game? I so, think they should do a, a marching band manual video how to. <laughs> no, I mean as far as like being as discipline goes. Yeah, I think that a lot of bands could learn from that discipline. Like mm-hmm. that's a really good like if you had to choose between them and let's say another band to go and represent. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, definitely. I would. I don't think that they're going to steal pillows and stuff at the hotel. I don't think that's. Yeah, gonna I don't happen. think that they're so, or TVs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But okay, so yeah, I definitely think that we should be. First, for right now, who knows what bands come in on other shows? But for right now, Badoon should be first. Um, and then, uh, clearly, yes. Alabama AM, you know, and then clearly bringing up the rear. We'll just throw and Hampton why, in. Why there, is that clearly, know? though? So, you what's the comparison between Hampton and Alabama AM right now? Here's my thing with Alabama AM mm-hmm. I like their sound. Um, Alabama AM, I remember when we, I wasn't marching during this game, but I remember when we did play against Alabama and they did play. It was in um, Chicago and Alabama and chose... Circle City Classic? Yes. And Alabama chose not to play. There was some sprinkles. Um, I know Hanson played the entire game. And Alabama um, they didn't play, period. And I, I remember that left a poor taste in my mouth 
from that day on. I do like Alabama. Alabama Indian was the only school that I toured. I want you to know how to say Alabama A and M. Just say A and M. Okay. Just say A and M. I they're the only school I toured, but um. So because they didn't play of, in the rain, and then um, which most people wouldn't, because the damage that water can do to and grass. Then and can I finish? Can I finish my statement? <laughs> and then I know that you talk very highly of this Outcast show that they did at Honda, but um, you know the same format of the Outcast show was done by Hampton two years before. Um, from the beginning all the way down to prototype. And we all saw that show. Someone right. had to have seen it because it was the exact same format. Mm-hmm. So I know that left a poor taste in my mouth, but I would also have to concede and let Alabama be second for right Damn. now. Oh, well, let this school be second for right now. <laughs> Bro, did he really say that they stole the show? Yeah, yeah clearly. Yes, it clearly. It was theft. And I told you this at by the seat. And I told you this at the Honda. Yeah. Like mm, this sounds looks very familiar. It looks sound no, it didn't sound anything like Honda. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, like Hampton at all. Let's just be clear. We're gonna say that. It, it sounded nothing like Hampton's rendition of it at all. It's almost like saying, Oh, they did oh And here we go. No, I'm just saying no, because you know to sit here we are no sir. You're sitting here saying that oh we're the we what, what what it was? I'm gonna tell you what it was. You all are the great value version of uh, that was y'all show. So great value. But how can it be a great value version when it's first? Would you rather be a great value version or the knockoff? Like that's what I don't understand. Patty Labelle didn't invent the sweet potato pie. She just made it better. Ooh. Is it better? <laughs> Is it better? Like boy, do they imitation imitation um, products are better because that's what's in that sweet potato pie. There's you nothing real in there. Bank statements. So, <laughs> there's different. nothing real. Now it may get more, but is it better? Because something that's imitation cannot be better if it's not real. Imitate, we imitated Outcast. We no. didn't imitate Hampton. <laughs> and I said the show format. And I said the show format was the exact same show format. So they did the like they started the song. I want to. I'm gonna Google this. You can Google yeah. it. It's, it's, it's on. It's on. on. It's, it's on. on. God. And we, we can, can do exactly this all it. day. So how about you guys out there Google it as well and see <laughs> if you see the striking resemblance between Hampton. What year was this? So we can know Hampton, exactly. Just Google Hampton's Outcast show, yeah. and, and it's going to pop up. Alabama A and M's because it has so many hits. <laughs> Okay, so, and you tell us what you think about it, all right, boys and girls out there. So, how does this ranking go? So, do we do other, So, so what we said was Bethune was first, A&M was second, and Hampton was third. So, then, I guess next week you say we're going to add... Next week we're going to add... More, and somebody's gonna get knocked out or something. No, or no, push down, push down, oh, or push okay. up until or we push have a around. final list. Gotcha. Okay, so okay, so That's so, so people are not ignorant and like, oh, they're not, they're not the best. No, we're starting with our yeah. schools. Yeah, understand that we're starting with our schools and each week adding a school. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. yeah. 
So anyway, oh my gosh, it's that time, <laughs> and we've had such an awesome, awesome time here with Half Time. I hope that they actually recorded. I feel like we've been talking Ooh, to ourselves. I'm it's so recorded. I would be so upset. I would be so upset. Now the battery's going, so we do. Okay, all right. Off. So we're about to go ahead and wrap this thing up with Half Time and Showtime. Make sure you check right back with us. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash Bandroom Nation, where you'll hear all of our stuff. Also, follow us on Facebook, uh, BandroomNation.com slash Facebook. Also, follow our YouTube page, YouTube.com slash Facebook. Also, follow us at Instagram. YouTube.com slash Bandroom Nation. Oh, my God. I said slash Facebook. I'm trying to get out of here. Have you all sold all the seats for Honda? Yep. Those seats are gone. We don't have any more seats for our student section for the Honda Battle of the Bands. They are sold out. It's crazy. So, look for it. We will be recording. Yeah, we'll be recording. Oh, oh my gosh and we're going to be in the band head suite so it is going to be all gloves off for this pro- uh, broadcast of of the honda behind the scenes i forgot what we call that show it's not halftime and showtime it's some other behind the scenes all access that's what it's called yeah so be stay tuned uh be stay tuned stay tuned yeah stay tuned gosh what is going on i feel ignorant but anyway so we're gonna uh go ahead and uh wrap this thing up yes make sure you um subscribe to our soundcloud page you can be the first one to hear our new podcast and um go ahead and leave your questions for samantha Lionel, or i in the comments and we will be sure to answer them if you want to on the next show all right, and this has been our time, and we'll see you right back here, same time and same place next time at halftime. It's, it's showtime! Time. Bye! <laughs> okay, that's it. Awesome. That